Welcome to And Justice for All, the official podcast of Roosevelt University, exploring the relationship between education and justice and the transformative power of inclusive education. Hosted by Roosevelt University President Ali Malekzadeh. Welcome back to And Justice for All. I'm your host, Professor Andy Trees. We're back from our summer hiatus and are starting this year with a special back-to-school podcast. Not sure what elevator to take? What professor you might like? Where to go for the best cupcakes? I'm not sure we actually cover that. But many of these questions will be answered in this week's podcast. Falls in the air, new students are roaming the halls of Roosevelt. In this episode, we sit down with some seasoned Roosevelt students to talk to them and get their advice for new students on campus. Enjoy the conversation. Hello, I'm here with a group of experienced, seasoned Roosevelt University students who are going to provide some advice for incoming, new, or prospective Roosevelt students about how to get the most out of university life. Thank you all for being here. My first question, what do you wish you knew when you walked through the doors for the first time that you now know and you would tell to that younger self? I am Kay, and... 31 feels glamorous until you have to get to class and you realize there are two sets of elevators you have to navigate. It's overrated. Don't do it. Does everyone feel comfortable giving out the elevator secret? Who wants to give out the elevator secret to new Roosevelt students? It's going to ruin the elevator secret. I am a transfer student named Olivia. This is my first year and I already know the elevator secret. It is that there's secret elevators in the corner halls that no one knows about and no one goes to them and then it's way faster than the main ones and even when you tell people they still don't go to them (laughs) (laughs) that could save you an hour a week right there first tip excellent tip who else has something for our new students at roosevelt Uh, My name is Aiden, and if I could tell my freshman self one thing, it would just be that almost everybody at Roosevelt is, like, excited and willing to meet new people and make new friends, so never really be afraid to go up to somebody and see if they want to hang out or talk or whatever. Everyone's pretty nice. Other advice for making over that social hurdle or something else? Hi, my name is Sarai. I would say exercise your resources. I'm a transfer student at Roosevelt, and this is one of the reasons why I came here, because of the resources that Roosevelt has. So I would say exercise your resources, because they are here to help you to your best of your ability, and they want you to thrive. Can people share which resources they found the most helpful at Roosevelt since they've been here? I'm Leah. I know it sounds kind of obvious, but your advisors, like, they know better. I don't know. Personally, I thought I could make my entire schedule myself, and I found that to be really not true. Like, I absolutely can go search the course finder and find the classes that I need to take, but then, like, 
it's more fulfilling to talk to your advisor and get a course schedule that makes more sense with like the courses you'll need to take in the future too. So like talk to your advisors, they're always there to help. Hello, my name is Paulina and another resource that I think students don't take advantage of is the Learning Commons. I personally am not a tutor there, but my roommate is and she's always talking about how no one is ever there, but they go through the training for it. They're like definitely qualified and I don't know, I need to visit there more often. Hi, my name is Kalia. I say my biggest resource is me, myself, and I. A little selfish, but sometimes some self-indulgence is needed. I'm a senior, so, and I've also been an RA, and I've also worked on campus for a ton of different things. So I think the biggest thing that I've learned through my college years is that I am really capable of handling very different situations, no matter how crazy they are, no matter how upset I am, no matter how terrible I feel, I'm still really capable and I'm still really resourceful. So Kalia has tried a number of things uh, while they have been here, and I know university is a great time to try things that may be more difficult later in life when you have a job and other things going on. So what is your advice for new students on how to discover those sorts of things they may not think of initially that are maybe a little off the beaten track, something to sort of figure out the kind of things they might love to do after college or kind of things they might love to do that they never thought about, clubs they might never have thought of joining? How do you you discover that? Well, actually, oh, and this is Paulina again, and we do have an involvement fair every year. I believe today we actually just had ours, and there's a bunch of tables set up with a bunch of registered organizations. You get to like get a little preview of what's what's to come of each club. They like bring out candy. They'll give you some information. Aiden is our editor-in-chief for the torch, and he held our table up. Um, but it's just nice, and I, I would recommend joining as many clubs as you can because worst-case scenario, you could always quit, and then if you like it, you could stay. So, yes. Tell me something surprising you found yourself doing in college, a club or something along those lines that you never thought you would do, some unusual activity you've stumbled on while you've been here. Hi, it's Kalia, again, having to ask football players to re-bunk their beds. I didn't know that you could unbunk um, your bed. I didn't even know it was possible to do by yourself without a handyman, but they did it. And that was the most craziest thing. Kay again, and uh, having to tell people to lock their doors seems like a common sense thing. And yet, the number of uh, conversations had about please lock the sweet door that I've had are absurd. What advice do you have on picking courses and finding your major? This is Salma, and for finding courses, I'd recommend that if you know that you're not like a morning person at all, try your best to not schedule morning classes, because if you are, I mean... In the nicest way possible, you're kind of setting yourself up for failure if you know that you're most likely going to skip those classes. So just try and do what you know is going to work for you. It's a writing in. I would say try degree works because they lay out the courses that you need to go with that specific major. And I know that Navigate also has this, like, survey on there or, like, quiz to where you can 
Like, they'll figure out your skill set and what you're interested in, and they'll match up the major that's best for you. So I know that, like, it's not the end of the world if you pick the wrong major. Like, I'm a senior, and I decided to add a double major second semester of my junior year. It's possible to take courses that you want to and then switch it up and take a whole new set of things, you know? It, everything is possible at Roosevelt. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would also say that there are a lot of like cross-listed classes at Roosevelt, so there's a lot of opportunity to try two things at once. I know right now I'm in a graphic design class that's also um, cross-listed with like journalism and media studies, so it's just like interesting combinations that can allow you to try two things at once, and then if you decide that you like one over the other, then you can have that credit to use to get like towards your degree. I know college life can be stressful, a lot of demands on you. What do you recommend to new students about handling stress and managing the kind of many things that are thrown at you when you're trying to get through college? I would say talk to Nicole. She's the disability resource lady, and I've been stressed a lot, and she's been very helpful. She even helped me take the train the first time, and then I was able to do it by myself. So I would say she's a great resource, or your roommates, and yeah. I would say give yourself a time frame that you're going to do work, or else like overachievers, as myself, will sometimes go very late into the night doing something that you have a lot of time for. And so... I think sometimes I just get stuck in a loop of like doing too much work at once and then you get burnt out and then you don't want to do anything. So setting up like a schedule of when you're going to do work and when you're going to have fun and be social. It is so important to be kind with yourself. I found myself getting really stressed and overwhelmed and just putting unfair expectations on myself, which just leads you to hate what you're doing and get burnt out really fast. And so you just need to know your limits. And also, you are human. So do your thing. You got this. On a related note, in addition to being kind for yourself and to yourself, advocate for yourself. You are worth it, and you are a living person with thoughts and feelings and you aren't always going to have the resources and the ability to reach out and and work something out but here people are willing to work with you they're willing to hear you out and the better you get at advocating for yourself now the better you're going to be when you leave school and you're going to have to do it in the real world and it also prevents so much just abuse of yourself. It stops other people from hurting you. It just, it is the highest level of self-care you can achieve is advocating for what you need. Don't assume people are going to shut you down or say no or tell you to get over it. Go in with the expectation that people want to work with you because at least here, you know that they do. 
the Chicago campus of Roosevelt in the middle of this fine city. What do all of you like to do for fun that you can pass along to uh, new students? The most fun and the most free thing that I enjoy doing in Chicago is it's summer fall exclusive, but enjoying the lake shore, I think it is one of the most beautiful like shores in the country and it is completely free and there is always stuff going on down there. There's always people hanging out, listening to music. It's really fun. Hi, I'm Christian. I love all of the free, you have to, well, you don't have to, but you could like donate to go to the little street festivals around. There's like food festivals, there's music festivals, art festivals. Um, It's just really, really fun and low-key free. Favorite, great, really inexpensive place to have a meal off campus. Not too far away, ideally. So my name's Salma, and I'd recommend a lot of places in Chinatown. If you're looking for Vietnamese, I'd say Pho Cafe. If you're looking for, like, Chinese street food, La Chizuan is really, really good. It's right next to the Sushi Rotary place, which, I mean, I've heard is good, but, like, it's overpriced, so don't go over there. (laughs) Speaking of sushi, I believe it's only, like, a .3-mile walk from campus from Wabash, but it's called Rio Sushi or Ryo Sushi, spelled R-Y-O. I'm not pretty sure. Um, But it's really good. It's super affordable. They have... They have, like, cool combinations, different kinds. They have a wide variety, so I recommend that. Hi, it's Christian. I really love this place called Half Sour. It's not too far away. I live at University Center, and it's pretty close to there. They have really good food and really good apps, and it's seasonal, and I love it. And it's also uh, kosher. I'm curious, what in particular drew you to Roosevelt initially? So, it's a Ryan. I have cerebral palsy, and so during the time I was looking for schools, one, y'all gave me the best, and I mean the best money to go here. <laughs> so, so, that's one. And then I wanted to stay on campus, that's another. I wanted to stay relatively close. One, because at the time, my mom was really sick, and she unfortunately passed away in March 24th of 2022. So, and she was a big advocate, even though I, I was a great advocate for myself, but I transferred from a city college, and the resources are a little bit different. So I just needed just a bit more help and so that's why I came to Roosevelt because I wanted to know just in case she passed on before or after that I would be straight and so far it's been amazing I just need to be a little bit more gracious to myself because this is the first time of me being completely on my own even though I did graduate with one degree already with honors. You're listening to And Justice for All, the official podcast of Roosevelt University. 
I was very enchanted by the campus and I by the campus's location. And it just like so happened that the school kind of matched my like values. So it kind of like just kind of was very serendipitous, I guess. So this is Paulina again, and I actually transferred uh, to Roosevelt. I really like Roosevelt because I, I, can't, I did my first semester at Michigan State, which is so many people in so many classes, but Roosevelt's a lot smaller compared to that. And I like how you're kind of seen as more of a person than a number. I remember in one of my Zooms, it was like 300 people. And then in one of my classes at Roosevelt here, it's like 20 people. So I feel like it's the perfect class size. You'll have a chance to speak your opinion, to be heard. Your teachers, you can have that better connection with them. Uh, and also, if you're in clubs and stuff, uh, those those numbers aren't that big either. So it gives you those chances to like work hand on or like one on one, hands on, and gives you those chances to go up in there. Okay, this is Sarai again. Another reason why I chose to go to Roosevelt is because it also matches my aesthetic. I always wanted to go to school downtown, and it gives that carry. Diaries type writer vibe. I'm also a writer, even though I'm going to school for business administration. It just gave off that vibe, and hopefully at Roosevelt, I'll get the tools to advance my small business. And so, yeah, because you know, there's always people walking on the street. So when I get my business cards, I'm like, here you go, here you go. <laughs> so that's another reason why I chose Roosevelt. I'm Nathan. Uh, I chose to transfer to Roosevelt for a couple of reasons. The campus was a big one, uh, just its location in the city and how it's all so con- consolidated. Columbia is also around here, and they have like buildings that are all over the place. And I, I kind of prefer Roosevelt in that it's, it's concentrated, and I don't have to walk half a mile to get to class. And then definitely as a transfer student, uh, Roosevelt accepted like all of my credits and my APs and everything. And so I was able to like get ahead in that way. Does the social justice aspect of Roosevelt uh, speak to any of you? Was that uh, a part in your coming here? I would say yes, only because I'm a part of being a transfer. You have to take the transfer success. So I didn't know the mission behind Roosevelt before taking the course. But just being in the course a couple of weeks, I feel like, Roosevelt does demonstrate those things, and they want. Every, I have cerebral palsy, so again, I move on wheels, and those wheels go round. And I feel that Roosevelt does make sure that everybody is included, and that's one of the reasons why I chose. More importantly, that's why I chose Roosevelt because at my other schools, I felt in. Like, I felt very alone and left out, and I feel left out at Roosevelt now, but that's only because I'm new and I'm still trying to experience, but give me a few months. I plan to be very involved and having great friends, and I feel like Roosevelt is not just about friends and connections, but I feel like Roosevelt is a, gives off a family. It's not just being here for two or three years. It's a family, and I would say welcome home. Uh, Actually, to to bounce off that, I 100% agree in that it's 
not just like, oh yeah, these are your classmates. I feel like the people that I'm meeting are the same people that I'm going to be, I'm going to graduate, I'm going to go home, I'm going to start working, and I'll be working on something and then go, you know who would be perfect for this? This person that I met in this one class that I just connected with. And I feel like everyone that I meet, not just for work connections, but I'm going to stay in touch with them. And I don't think I've ever had a college experience that has had that vibe of I would totally stay in touch with every single person that I've met so far. To bounce off what Kay said, that was one of the things I was looking for in my college. Like, I went to Olive Harvey on the south side, but I always knew I wanted that kind of experience and that kind of feel. But because I have cerebral palsy, my parents were, I was like forced not to have that experience, but to wait a little bit for that experience. And I feel like people shy away from college because of classes, but I feel like college is one of the best life-rewarding experiences that you'll ever get in life because of the networking, the classes, the hands-on, and yeah, I just feel like Roosevelt is a great place to be. Go Lakers! (laughs) Somebody had to do it. So I'm curious what everyone's experience has been like as a student here. What's it like in the classroom? What's it like with the faculty? What's it like being a student at Roosevelt University? Okay. I would like to give a huge shout-out to Professor Mendelson. He teaches accounting and, woo, chili. Even though I own a um, business, I am not 100% good at math. But he has taken the time to sit down and go over the problems with me. And he knows, I guess he can hint that I have a little anxiety. So he does redirect and say, like, don't worry about this right now. Focus on what I give you. And I feel like it gives me reassurance that I'll be okay. And it's just not a it's just a chorus, but it's not just a chorus, but he makes me feel like I belong, and he's helping me. But y'all know if y'all talk to me, y'all know I talk the hell out of accounting. This is Paulina, and I think all the teachers at Roosevelt are actually really pretty cool. Uh, a lot of them talk to you like like a friend, or like if you have questions with something. With the experience I've had, all my professors were really understanding, really on the same level, like on the, in the same headspace that I was when asking questions. Actually, this year we got a new torch, like uh, advisor, and he w- was our teacher, Mr. Weissman from editing, and I was so 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 happy that. He was the one that like took over the position just because he was so cool in class, uh, and it just makes like it makes learning a lot better. If you like your teacher, it makes me want to come to class. So, I really like the teachers at Roosevelt. I almost mentioned this earlier when we were talking about ways to relieve stress, but I think that a great way to relieve stress at Roosevelt is to be cool with your teachers and professors and like establish good relationships with them because. 
it'll make a world of difference if you're ever struggling with like an assignment or a specific due date. If you come to them and you already have a good relationship with them and you're like, I'm so sorry, I made a mistake this one time, can you help me out? Generally, they will always. I've never once had a problem where I've come to a professor like earnestly and been like, I have a problem, can you please help me? And they haven't, you know. A special shout out because last semester was my first semester here as a transfer student. And uh, Professor Stanford Trawick, who does public speaking here, it's one of the required courses, and he actually encouraged me to switch my major. I was in social justice studies, which is something that's important to me, and he took the time to really get to know me and my skills and said, no, communications is where you need to be. You you have a gift for this, and... In just the four weeks that I've been in the degree, I've met classmates, I have met faculty, I have met staff that have just solidified that so, so much. And all of the professors give that vibe of, I, I want to find what works best for you. The professors at Roosevelt are amazing. I'm a senior in the honors program, so I have to write a thesis and I need to find a mentor. And, like, so many names came to my mind of, like, potential mentors that I would love to work with. And all my professors are amazing. All the professors here are so great. They care about you so much. They will help you with anything. They're awesome. And uh, any advice for handling classroom stuff, the workload, things like that? How do you stay on top of things as a student? It's me, Kalia. Um, Let me preface this. I'm a Virgo. So with a Capricorn rising. So I very much like things to be organized. So the best way I can say to help you get organized is understanding your own personal learning style. Not to get too little personal, but I do be thinking I have ADHD on the roll. Um, And so because of that, I know that I've always learned very differently than my peers and understood information differently than my peers. And so just finding a way that genuinely worked for me through trial and error and a lot of like self-guilt and blame and all that yucky stuff, but also a lot of like rewards of and a lot of love and accomplishment and understanding how to be functional in my own way. So, like, getting a Google Drive, using Notion, I don't know, using YouTube, making it really interesting to you. Yeah, get organized. And uh, as you near potentially the end of your time at Roosevelt, what are you thinking of doing after you finish? Hi, it's Sarai again. I have two years here at Roosevelt. I'm a junior. Well, technically one after my junior year. But anyway, I want to own a Mall of America here in Chicago. And I want to dedicate each floor to a special need. So if you have, like, cerebral palsy or if you have autism, then they will help. Or if you have an amputated leg, then we will make clothes to fit your specific suit. So that's what I want to do when I leave Roosevelt. 
When I'm done with Roosevelt, I don't completely know what I want to do, but I hope the people that I meet, I'm still in contact with later. Uh, I met a lot of cool people here. I met a lot of like good friends, and I hope that I could keep them. Uh, I hope we don't lose contact. I plan on starting a uh, non-for-profit organization uh, called Lemons and Spoons, uh, which has personal weird meaning with lemons being what you would call like a car that looks great but doesn't quite function the way as advertised and spoons referring to the spoon theory so being a spoonie and both are really common ways that you'll hear uh, people with disabilities talking about themselves and I want that nonprofit to reflect uh, advocacy and representation so going into restaurants and helping with uh, training for you might think that you are up to ADA compliance, but are you actually disability friendly? Uh, You think that you are representing disability the correct way, but are you actually hiring disabled people and having those conversations? So having a nonprofit dedicated to that and having lemons and spoons kind of be that motif of we might not be what we look like and you know maybe we're out of spoons but we have a lot of heart and we try (laughs) well thank you all i've really enjoyed hearing from you about these various aspects i hope new students find it helpful i know i found it really really interesting enjoyable to hear from all of you And Justice for All is produced by Roosevelt University and is available at roosevelt.edu or anywhere you get your podcasts. The music for And Justice for All is written and produced by Jesse Case. Thanks for listening.